0: Welcome to the Julie Lawton Living Podcast. The place to get advice, tips and tricks to building the life and luxury home of your dreams with 30 year business owner, designer and builder, Julie Lawton. It all starts with a good plan. This is Julie Lawton Living. Welcome back to another episode of Julie Lawton Living and I'm gonna talk about what's the difference in a proper design process and and the client micromanaging the process or basically refusing to cooperate with the process in order i'll be explaining that and why you shouldn't do that and how it should go and you know you want to be have a happy successful remodel or new custom home project and there are rules and guidelines and and there is an order to this. So I'll be explaining that on this podcast. Don't forget to check out my seven simple steps and how my process works. I go in order, seven simple steps. It makes it amazing, easy, easy to follow. And it's always a guaranteed positive outcome when you follow the seven simple steps. So the design process starts with you doing homework on, Hey, what do I want? You know, maybe a show that your architect, or your designer photographs and maybe you take them to homes you like, but the process in the beginning is, Hey, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. And then at the same time, the architect or the designer is looking at the existing home, figuring out what will and won't work structurally. And then what will it cost? You know, what, what I can do, what I can't do, but the design process starts with your dreams going on paper so once your dreams are on paper then it develops into a litany of things that you have to do in order which starts with space planning which is the layout you know of how everything works and it goes into elevations and then that shows you the details like the custom cabinetry where every drawer is and then the last step is all the materials you select turn all that into color renderings color 3d renderings and then you can really see it like a photograph of what's gonna be built in the future. So the process again is the meat and potatoes is the plans, the space planning, and then you do the elevations and you actually do a complete detailed design down to the cabinet knobs and the door knobs, everything specified, then we put it in color so you can see it. So by the time you finish that process, we know what it costs as a contractor, But we also know what it looks like and we know what we're building because everything's specified in detail. And then the contractor, like myself, we just pull the permit and build it. Boom. But again, there are clients who don't want to pick everything in advance or they want to pick their own stuff. And it just causes a nightmare for us as designers and contractors, because when they don't cooperate and work in the step, work in the proper order of the steps and want to pick things later or change their mind oh it's just a headache because it causes extra time and extra money and then everybody gets upset because their time is wasted and then the client's spending more money but it all can be prevented if you just follow the seven simple steps i can't repeat that enough just follow them in order do not skip the steps do not do them backwards follow the order it's very simple and to this day i hear nightmare stories and i realize that somebody skipped a step or they did them in, in the reverse order so when you analyze it it's all right there So it's kind of funny, but it's not for the people going through it. But if you look at it and you follow the seven simple steps, you're guaranteed. So, again, repeating myself, follow the simple steps and your life will be beautiful. (laughs) Your process, your life during the remodel, I should say. (laughs) So my pet peeve is when clients micromanage, they don't follow the protocol, then they blame me or they blame everyone else. It's kind of a syndrome. So, uh I don't want to get into psychology, but um, people need to take responsibility of their actions. And if they don't, and they refuse to cooperate, or they demand they want to do things their way and and their time in their order, and they're hard to work with, that makes everything else hard. And everybody gets disgruntled and and then everybody feels like, oh my God, we're not being respected because we're the professional providing a service to a client. And it's not really cool if they... Demand discounts and then they demand to not do things in order because I'll just want to do it later. Give me the price. Let's start the construction now and I'll decide later when I see it. That doesn't work. Asking for discounts doesn't work because every time you ask for a discount, it's like I want to tell them, pound sand and find someone else. So, uh, but what I do is tell them, okay, if you want a discount, we're going to have to readjust these prices later anyway. So you're probably going to be at the same price at the end of the day or higher because when you make mistakes on the beginning part, it costs more later. So if you don't pick your materials before you start construction, you're going to cost yourself more money because those change orders trigger more cost. So if you do it in advance and everything's organized and you have all the price before you start construction and you actually pick everything and cooperate, then it's golden. And of course, don't ask for discounts because then that means you're cutting out work. But if you need to cut out work, that's another story. But it just kills me um, because I've gone through it a few times and it's no fun to people hammer you on the price. But it costs more later. So because they don't understand, but they just don't want to pay maybe. But I, <laughs> I've i been through it all with people. And if you follow the seven simple steps, it's such a beautiful thing. Don't micromanage because you're the one that's going to create the problems. The architects and the designers and contractors do this all day long. There's no mystery to this. I can't say that enough. It's like uh, delivering a baby. There's no mystery to getting pregnant, carrying the baby and delivering it. It's the same pretty much for every human. <laughs> so are remodels. But it's the clients that can screw it up if they don't cooperate or they want to micromanage. And, you know, I I mean, I'm not criticizing but that's what causes the problem so and everybody knows it in our business so anyway heads up have fun with it and and follow the seven simple steps even if you're designing and your architects not following those steps insist on those steps and do them in order it'll save you headache and money time and money <laughs> okay so now i want to talk about you know i was just talking about on another podcast how When you go to a job before you buy a house or right, you know, in the beginning, bring the team of professionals, the architect, the designer, the engineers, bring those people, the contractor and the subcontractors. Don't trust the inspection report. But the problem is. There's people that bring their whole family, their fathers, their father-in-laws, their neighbors, their girlfriends, and these people give them really bad advice and personal opinions that mean jack shit to anything we're doing because they don't know. And I can't stress that enough, but there's nothing more frustrating than someone bringing in their relatives, telling them what this is going to cost or how many problems they're going to have because they're experts. And I had one client tell my Tell my client this house or tracked homes, they don't, and I'm, and there's nothing good. And blah, blah. I mean, he was going off on something, and I'm like, first of all, you don't know how they're constructed, but I do because I know this neighborhood and they're steel construction and they're post tension slabs. And he was just talking out of his ass, and I couldn't believe it. But the client makes the client nervous and then it confuses them further. And then we got to rein them back in with facts. So, and then I had another client who brings in her girlfriend like fricking five minutes before we're done making selections and she changed everything and the client follows her direction and. The budget was ninety thousand. It went to two hundred and fifty thousand because the girlfriend pointed out ten and fifteen thousand dollars slaps that you just have to have. And I'm like, "What are you doing to me here?" And then it causes all this drama because the client's over budget because ah, it's just a nightmare. So I'm telling you, when you want, <laughs> telling you from experience that if you want good advice, talk to professionals, and it might be better not to discuss your remodel with anyone except the professional because. Your friends and relatives, I don't know if they want to just live through your experience, but don't take, take everything with a grain of salt. Listen to the professional's advice, and then everything else is a personal opinion. And Because they're not the one paying for it or going through And it's not their home. It's not, it's not being customized for them. And again, the budget has a lot to do with it. So I just, it's funny because it's a pet peeve. I have a, had clients in the past who talk to everyone but me. And I'm like, what are we doing here? Why did you hire me? Because they asked their friends they're you know, I'm providing architecture, interior design and contracting. And they ask every architect in town, every interior designer in town and every contractor in town, what they think. And of course it all comes back negative. So it kills me, but those are the clients that aren't enjoyable to work with, but uh, cause massive confusion and, uh, you know, there's no good, uh, what do you call it, uh, juju on the job when that happens. <laughs> so just remember to listen to the professional because they are, They will set, They will guide you right. And you maybe talk to a couple of professionals, of course, and you always get three bids and all that good stuff. But listen to the professionals. Don't listen to the neighbors and the friends because they just instill fear and fear causes confusion and delays. So that's my advice on that. Uh, the ultimate disaster is. Um, You know, when a client simply refuses to cooperate or refuses to accept the price and always wants a discount and always wants to second guess you. So that whole thing about the client asking everyone else in town except you and then coming back to you and telling you, you don't know what you're talking about and why didn't you do this with me and why didn't you do that? And assuming we can read their mind. But yet that same client refused to cooperate, refused to participate Refused to refuse to do the seven steps in order every scenario like that where there's a sour taste in the at the end is because there's a problem with the client cooperating in the process and demanding things that are unrealistic and maybe not wanting to pay, but they want five star, but yet they're, but their budget is not even close to that. And it's just that struggle. So it ruins the relationship because what life boils down to, respect for each other and you can't have a healthy relationship when someone's constantly second guessing you and constantly demeaning you and constantly telling them you're abusing them because you didn't do this or that. And, And then you're thinking, what are you talking about? Because I never heard this before. So all that miscommunication at the beginning where nobody connects or finishes the process, so that the contractor can actually work is a problem. And um, don't do that. And, um, you know, make sure you go through the process because you want it to be fun and respectful because we're all human. We're all the same. But it's a process. You have to participate in the beginning because the construction should be you should be out of the picture during the construction, except for any unknowns. But it's a process. So I can't stress it enough. It's um, have respect for each other in The process because we are professionals the client is there to you know be helped and um, make their dreams come true so it's wonderful when it happens and it goes smoothly so thank you again for listening to the julie lawton living uh, podcast and again the difference between a proper design process and a client micromanaging is the difference between night and day it's you need to you know participate in the process and enjoy it, of course, is the key and enjoying it should be enjoyable because it's like you're creating something together. But when a client maybe refuses to cooperate or micromanage it, it just makes it a horrible a nightmare. So. I encourage not doing that and then and then pick your right team and enjoy your team and enjoy each other and enjoy the process and have fun while you're doing it. To learn more about my process, check out my seven simple steps on the website and take the free course. It's fun. Thank you for joining me again and we'll see you next week on another Julie Lawton Living podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Julie Lawton Living. For more information or to connect with Julie one-on-one, visit julielottenliving.com. And don't forget, it all starts with a good plan.